either I'm too smart or I'm too dumb. And for the sake of humanity, I hope I'm too dumb. The Griff Report starts right now. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. Of all the Jesuses I know, he's the Hotepiest. Social scientist and YouTube host, Hotep Jesus. How the fuck do you get a name like Hotep Jesus? It's the one and only Hotep Jesus. Ryan Sharp, better known to the world as Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Somebody said... What do you think you are? Some kind of Hotep Jesus? Ooh, and that's I was good. Just like, ooh, that's sexy. <laughs> yes, I do think I'm Hotep Jesus. Greetings, Hoteps. Welcome to the Griff Report live Monday through Friday. I'm your host, the Griff God. Hotep Jesus. Hotep Jesus. Hotep, Hotep, Hotep Jesus. Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Hotep to the chat. Hotep. To the Hotep of Stannies. Hotep. Hotep to all my Hoteps. What up, y'all? Here we are once again, disappointed in humanity. Once again, trying to make sense of the world while none of it makes any sense at all. Shout out to Fresh Mike. Fresh Mike in the house. K in the chat. Welcome back, K. Hope you're feeling better. Who's over there on the tube? What up, Rue? Rue over there on the tube. Sauce, Joe Bid, Strong Dad in the chat. Rudy in the chat. AK in the chat. Dre in the chat. Jay Pylon in the chat. <sighs> we got a lot to get to today. We got, I didn't expect to have a lot to get into today, but we got a lot to talk about. First of all, we got to talk about how in the hell did I fall to fifth place on the Grifties? Make sure you go vote for me, hotepjesus.com. But more importantly, make sure I get tickets to the fourth annual Grifties or first annual Grifties Live. Make sure you get your tickets. VIP sold out. General admission half sold out. Accord, uh, uh, as of a couple of days ago. So make sure you get your tickets to the Grifties, the greatest award show on the planet. Shout out to... Uh, Alex Stein, Primetime 99. Chrissy Mayer. Sam Tripoli has confirmed. Anomaly. Maybe Bryson Gray. I'm waiting on Bryson Gray to hit me back about the debate. I haven't gotten a word back on the debate yet. He's got a new single dropping this this Friday. Will be a great time to promo it on the show, but it's neither here nor there. It's tomorrow. And many, many more guests. Full list detailed coming soon uh waiting on renee to get us some paper some artwork so we can get heavy on a promo here but that's all i'm waiting on is uh renee with the promo anyway all right let me reach down in the griff bag and figure out where exactly we're starting this show today because i'm not exactly sure i'm not exactly sure and usually i don't have this problem Actually, let's just get this knocked out the way. Let's start here. We should just uh, address the elephant in the room. So Disclose.tv um, says cancer is striking more young people and, and doctors. Uh, I'm sorry. Cancer is striking more young people and doctors are alarmed and baffled, according to uh, the Wall Street Journal. So let's go ahead and pull this article up. Wall Street Journal. Cancer. Let's see what happens here. All right. So here we go. Here's the article. Let's pull this up on the screen. Of course, you got to pay for it. Do I have I have an account here? Hold on. Could have sworn I had an account on one of these email addresses. Let me see. Account not found. Yo, I had one. Or was that New York Times? Do I have one for the failing New York Times and not Wall Street Journal? It doesn't matter because I'm sure we can get this information from another blog because somebody probably copied the best of it. So let's... 
um, type in, let's type in, um, ah, cancer young people. And uh, I'll share my screen with you so you can join this journey with me to find this article. There's a couple of articles here. Appendix cancer, colon cancer. Here we go. And nothing it's going to redirect it's a redirect website washington post colon cancer is rising in young Amer americans it's not clear why so basically what i'm looking for i just want to see a rate i need to see a rate um a rate of increase Okay, a report released earlier this year by American Cancer Society found that people younger than 55 went from accounting for 11% of all colon, co color, colorectal uh, cancer in 1995 to 20% in 2019. About 3,750 people younger than 50 will die of colorectal cancer in 2023, according to the report. Now, earlier, I tried to find a chart. If anybody can find me, you know, um, I need somebody to play Jamie today. I need you to find me a chart of cancer and youth uh, year by year, the rates of cancer amongst youth uh, year by year. If you guys can give me a link or chart to that, um, that would be helpful. Now, the reason why I want to talk about this, this medical mystery story here is because a friend of mine, um, on Instagram posted his son going through uh, chemotherapy. Uh, as of this week, I think he was up to his second batch of chemotherapy or second round of chemotherapy, however that stuff works. And um, first of all, as a friend of mine, so I don't want to see his family harmed in any way or love to see them in good health. But um, this takes me back to when Trump was in office and he would argue with me about my support for Trump, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, some of that, uh, uh, some of those arguments led to arguments about COVID-19, wearing masks and vaccines. And he is in the medical industry, so he's gotten his degree in medicine, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, he was trying to basically argue me down about, you know, the efficacy of the vaccines. And I was just like, yo, I'm not taking a vaccine. I don't trust the vaccines. They seem to be harmful, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, he wanted to argue against that. Now, I'm not saying that his son has cancer because of the vaccine, because I cannot make that correlation. But it is interesting um, that there could be a correlation there between the two. Um, but, the, the, you know, the, the, the moral of the story is, the more educated you are, really what it is, is the more indoctrinated you are, the more you believe the stuff that you're reading from the medical industry. And the medical industry is quite different from Eastern medicine. Western medicine is different from Eastern medicine, where Eastern medicine doesn't run from symptoms. And Western medicine attacks symptoms. It doesn't attack disease, it attacks symptoms. And this is detrimental to health uh, because... Uh, when you get a fever, this is your body's response trying to burn said virus or whatever it is in your body. They're trying to, it's trying to heat up and burn something. And Western medicine would come in and say, well, let's lower the fever. And basically what it's saying is let's lower your immune response. And then you wonder why people get immune compromised when you keep trying to trick the immune system into doing something that it's not designed to do. Whereas Eastern medicine doesn't run from symptoms, it feeds the symptoms so that the, it feeds the immune system so that the immune system can continue to do more of what it is designed to do. And I just want to put that information out there because I know some people may catch a cold or a cough, you know, many of these ailments. And uh, your first thing to do is run and go take medicine. 
you know, as a child, uh, up until my adult years, I was never one to take medicine. If I got sick, I was just like, nah, I'm just going to beat it. I'm just going to fight it. I'm not taking no cough medicine. I'm not, I just never took medicine. And as a result, I have a really strong immune system because I always relied on my immune system to fight disease. The only thing um, I remember taking medication for was when I got my wisdom teeth pulled and I took that pain medication after my surgery. And let me tell you, I've never felt pain like that ever in my life. That shit hurt. Uh, Cause once the meds wore off, I was like, yo, I need some fucking. So, you know, again, Western medicine is great when you're, you know, finished surgery, right? <laughs> when you need to cut the body up, <laughs> that's what they're great at cutting the body up infiltrating the body removing stuff they're great at that but as far as preventative medicine they, it doesn't seem that america is interested in preventative medicine it's um in the business of sustaining sustaining diseases that's why people are on medication you need a medication for that medication because that medication causes a side effect and now new medication causes a side effect. Now you need another med medication for that side effect and it goes on. And then you have people that are on medication their entire life. If you're on medication, I just like to tell you, you need to hit up projectrook.com and change your fucking life. In fact, if you're on medication, don't don't call yourself a hotep. I'm saying right now, do not call yourself a, a hotep if you're on diabetes medication. Uh, what else? High blood pressure medication. If you those specifically, if you're on high blood pressure or diabetes medication, do not call yourself a hotep. Just disband yourself from us momentarily until you change the fucking way you think. You will always be a victim of big pharma. I want you to go to projectrook.com if you are on medication of any kind right now. I'm not going to say anything else after that. I just need you to go there. I need you to book a fucking appointment. I need you to pay her fee. And I need you to get your fucking life together. Okay? You do not have to be crippled for the rest of your life feeding Big Pharma. Before I go on a tirade, let's go on to... um. The next one. You said Rook been on fire lately? Yeah, she's been on fucking fire. I was listening to her shit this morning. I did the deadlifts today, Strong Dad. Just deadlifts today. I was in the gym. Um, I don't like taking pictures in the gym, though. I just, I don't know. Something about that. I need a photographer to show up and take my pictures for me because I just don't like doing it. What about cannabis medicine? Can I be Hotep and use that HJ? Absolutely. Absolutely, you can use cannabis and be hotep. Just don't abuse it. Use it, but don't abuse it. Let's go back in the grift bag. We got a lot to get into today. Um, let's just get this South Africa story knocked out the way because this is just some small, small brain content I really just don't want to have to deal with. Um, and then we got some updates on the Jewish tunnels. So we'll take a look at that as well. And then we'll talk about the Bitcoin ETF and crypto Twitter's reaction. So first things first, let's pull this up on your screen. And uh, South Africa representative from the South Africa here. I don't know this guy's name. But uh, he has uh, allegedly called Israel a genocidal state. Let's take a listen. Israel has a genocidal intent against the Palestinians in Gaza. That is evident from the way in which Israel's military attack is being conducted, which has been described by Ms. Hassim Assi. It is systematic in its character and form. The mass displacement of the population of Gaza headed into areas where they continue to be killed and the deliberate creation of conditions that, quote, lead to a slow death, unquote. There is also the clear pattern of conduct, the targeting of family homes and civilian infrastructure, laying waste to vast areas of Gaza, and the bombing, shelling, and sniping of men, women, and children where they stand, 
the destruction of the health infrastructure, and lack of access to humanitarian assistance. So much so that as we stand today, 1% of the Palestinian population in Gaza has been systematically decimated. And one in four Gazans have been injured since 7 October. These two elements alone are capable of evidencing Israel's genocidal intent in relation to the whole or part of the Palestinian population in Gaza. Now, I don't know if Israel is a genocidal state, but if they are, I would say they're doing a pretty shit job of being a genocidal state. It's like bombs are not an effective way to murder a mass population. You know, if you want to murder mass populations of people, you'd probably have to take a book out of Mao or Stalin and resort to um, things like starvation. And maybe that's happening in Palestine. I know there's some issues about who controls water out there, et cetera, et cetera. So maybe that is happening. Uh, I don't study the Israel-Palestine conflict at all, mostly because I just, I don't give a fuck, really. Um, Because, you know, I'm actually one of those America first people. (laughs) Uh, But I will say from the little bit of studies I've had is Israel is a colonial state. They're definitely colonizing that region. That's without that's without doubt. Right. Um, And in in sort of a 1984-ish way, too. Right. Like. 1984, you change the definitions of things. So that region at one point on the map was designated as Palestine. And pretty much if you check the, you know, your modern maps, it doesn't say Palestine anymore. It says Israel. So it doesn't like Palestine doesn't even exist on the map. In fact, let's just fact check myself in real time just to see. Um, Let's go to Google Maps. Hold on a second. Let's go to Google Maps. Hold on. Um, we're going to search Google Maps for. Actually, let me just zoom out and then I'll just do a manual swipe over to that region. And OK, here we go. Oh, there it goes. All right. Yeah, it did it on its own. All right. So we pull this up. Uh, let's go here. All right. And then like this. And you see the area right there in the middle of your screen. And you take one zoom in and you see Israel. Israel pops up, but Jerusalem, West Bank, um, Gaza Strip. There is no Palestine. There is no. They name the regions Gaza, as you can see. Um, but there is no Palestine on the map, right? And um, it's it's basically a colonial project. It's it has been since the Balfour Declaration. Um, so I, I I can't say for certain it's a genocidal project, but it's definitely a colonial project. It's definitely a group of people that have been empowered to um, take over and occupy a region. You know, it's kind of like America 2.0. That's that's why I think, you know, Israel and the United States are great allies because they're one in the same. They operate one in the same. But Israel is definitely a colonial state. And it's basically doing what America did in 1776. That's basically where Israel is now. They've uh, come in and occupied a territory and they're going to expand and continue to move east or west or however their stuff goes. So the United States starts off with 13 colonies. They make agreements with the natives. And then eventually the natives are pushed further and further west as the states continue to annex territories. And that's pretty much how Israel operates, where we have this piece of land. And then little by little, we just annex more and more property. So it's basically the American Project 2.0 from a very objective point of view. You know, no hate or malice, but it is what it is. Michelle Clark, HJ, you think like me on this pharmaceutical drugs. I take no pharmaceutical drugs, not even Tylenol. Yeah, I'd have to be really fucking in pain to take some medicine. 
Um, when I had COVID, I treated myself with like fucking water and lemon <laughs> and fasting <laughs> and exercise. Like I remember I felt weak and I got up and I, I was just like, <laughs> it started doing pushups. Like you will not defeat me. <laughs> you know, like it's a mind over matter type thing, but I ain't take no fucking medicine for no fucking cold or no COVID. Like fuck out of here. Trusting that medicine. Um, Anyway, like I said, go to projectrook.com, projectrook.com. Get your fucking life together. Um, so let's go to the next video here. This is uh Fetterman. Let's see what Fetterman's got to say here. And now let's also talk about that. Now we're talking about genocide. And now South Africa now is now bringing that kind of a, a trial. Maybe South Africa being able to sit this one out when they're talking about criticizing the debate. Obviously, the applaud comes because he's dealing with a pro-Israel audience. And I think if you're an American, you probably should be pro-Israel. Anyway, um, what's what's interesting to me is how uh, the right is applauding this guy for a very basic bitch take. Uh, loving Israel is a bipartisan issue. So uh, no prop should be given to anybody, you know, doing something like that. It's a bipartisan issue. Everybody pretty much agrees on that. But um, se- uh, sidebar, how the fuck did Fetterman become a senator? You know how bad you got to be at politics to have Fetterman as a senator? Do you know how terrible of a nation you got to run to have Fetterman as a senator? And this has nothing to do with his hoodie or anything like that. I kind of like the hoodie look. You know what I'm saying? But I'm receiving a text message. Hold on. This is family comes first. Okay. Um, but it's just a, a absolutely astonishing that he got elected. Anyway. So what is the caption here? John Fetterman discusses how South African politicians. All right. So this is um, how does end wokeness caption this? Holy shit. Did John Fetterman just call out white genocide in South Africa? So obviously end wokeness is going to celebrate anything white identity. Um, I mean, they're what is this? What is this style of art called again? Chat. Tell me what this style of art is called again. But this is some alt right graper artwork thingamajiggy. It's created by you know uh, white nationalists or Christian white nationalists or whatever they call themselves. So this is a white identitarian account. We've discussed this in the past, and anybody who carries anything about white identity is going to be uh, applauded. But it's just weird that they're like, oh. Fetterman said white genocide in South Africa and it's just like, ah, okay. Anything to score some points, right? Even applauding the left, which I think is a uh, strategic mistake because this is how people get reelected because they are superstars or stars or recognizable and have brand recognition. Um, Now, uh, you know, I, I for one uh, happen to agree. Uh, South Africa needs to sit this out. And not because of the genocide of the farmers, mostly because of, well, they're a colonial state. <laughs> Hotep, you're a genius. Hotepjesus.com. Not because they was killing white farmers, because they was killing black farmers, which is how this state came to be. So the country itself needs to stay out because they got a lot of issues. They need to iron out. Still apartheid in some places. Still a lot of racist acts happening in South Africa, there's still inequality, you know, whatever is the term that they're using. Um, South Africa itself has to deal with, I think, the most malignant tumor growing in their country is Marxism, cultural Marxism. You're starting to see the black intelligentsia emulate the black intelligentsia in America and um, pick up causes like feminism and homophobia transphobia these are the things that are now being discussed over there that to me is something that they need to get a handle of 
before you worry about Israel. So for me, South Africa needs to stay out of this conversation because they have a cultural Marxist infiltration currently happening on the continent that few people are privy to. But if you take a look at South Africa Twitter, who I've got a few followers in South Africa, so I have a little glimpse at it. If you stay up late at night, you can see um, Africa Twitter lights up. And uh, so if you can stay up past, like, I think, like 2 a.m., you'll start to see Africa Twitter come alive and you can just see some of the spats and discussions. And it looks very much. Um, in fact, I saw even the U.K., the U.K. blacks got a. Uh, U.K. blacks got a reality show now. Oh. Uh, you know, where they're acting like the the ignorance over here. I don't I don't know the is it Baddies UK or something like that? Is that what this is called? Yeah, here we go. Uh so this this is UK is called Batters, I guess. UK Batters. So they're emulating the defunct culture uh coming out of Zeus Network. If anybody wants to know, you know, um anything about where our defunct black content is coming from now you know uh, I think we discovered this a few weeks ago on Hotel's been told you or at least I did and it's basically coming out of Zeus network so all of the television that is detrimental uh for the culture's mind uh now lives at this thing called Zeus network and the UK is now following uh Zeus network so this is where you get um all of your um pointless content, you know, culturally Marxist content. Uh shit that just, you know it, it just let's just be honest, it just kills your brain cells. Kills your brain cells, Sam's kills your brain cells. So, you know, that's what South Africa needs to be concerned with. Being added to the Zeus network. Okay. That's um who owns Zeus Network? Um we looked that up actually. Hold on. Hold on, I'm gonna tell you right now. Zeus Network is owned by um uh, excuse me so this guy this black guy right here the storm power black dude uh this white girl and king batch um are all the founders as far as who's invested i don't know who's invested i don't know who's on their cap table but two niggas and a white girl founded this company all right Amy Cerny, who was a uh, playmate, model for Playboy. Okay. So you can't do the whole, hey, the Jews, the Jews. Can't do it. Can't do it. Uh, niggas created this bullshit. Okay. Now, maybe the Jews invested in it, but niggas founded this shit. Okay. This is 100% on the backs of black people. All right. Um, so you can blame the funders, but at the end of the day, somebody founded the idea. Somebody put together the content. Okay. And did all the work. Anyway, let's go to our next topic. Let's, let's get off some of this. Actually, I think we got some small brain shit left in here. Let's go to this tape right here. I'm just going to play this really fast. This was epic. This 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 right here was really epic. I want to play this. We kind of touched on this yesterday. Will it play? It it seems like Twitter it won't play clips from this. It's like, why won't this video play? So I played a clip earlier and somebody said it wouldn't play. Why won't this video play? The 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 epic Stephen A. Smith rant just won't play. Why why won't it play? All right, let's go Stephen A. Smith Ether. Maybe we'll play the Ether version because the Ether version was better anyway. Yeah, here we go. Let's play this version. I don't know why the original version won't play, but we'll play this version. Amazing how, like, anyway. Jason Whitlock. I said that name. It's not a name I've uttered. I normally don't do that, but it's necessary to do now. 
I've had enough of that fat bastard. That piece of shit. And I want to make sure that before I go to break, I want anyone out there who watches me, anyone out there who knows me, anyone out there, no matter what you think of me, I want you to remember, I never talk about him. I never talk about my colleagues. I don't do that. This is a first. But it's necessary. And when I say don't talk about him, I mean don't talk about him literally. I don't get in on him like I'm about to do now. I literally called my pastor and asked for his forgiveness and understanding in advance because he's not going to recognize the person he's about to hear. I did the same when I emailed the bosses at ESPN. This is my podcast. I own and operate this. I do what I want on this podcast. But it doesn't mean that I still don't harbor a responsibility to at least give my daytime employers a heads up as to what I'm about to do. My sisters, my nieces and nephews, my boys in the industry, everybody that I could reach out to in time has been warned. It's time for me to address this. I'm only going to do it once. Because this bastard is worse less than a damn cockroach. He wanted my attention. He's got it. I don't know what was said on the stream last night, because, again, I just don't give a fuck. But um, this this rant right here has been paying dividends. It's, it just it's just been coming with there's so many like clips inside of this. It's just wonderful to see. You know, I love this heat um, coming from Stephen A. Smith. Hold on. This, see, see, like I, I cut this clip and it won't play. Somebody said won't play on my end. Just like. What's going on on the platform? You upload a video and this shit just don't play? Like, where are we at? This shit is weird, yo. Elon doing everything but making the app work like it's supposed to. Like, oh, we want to prefer video. Well, can you make the video play? I mean, that's the most basic function. You hit the play button, this shit's supposed to play. <laughs> he doing all his trolling on social media. Can't get a video to hit the play button. Fucking ridiculous, yo. Fucking ridiculous. Um, somebody wanted me to start the show with this. I forgot to start the show with this, but we could play it now. Let's let's take a listen. I haven't listened to this yet, but let's take a listen. move on thank you for your submission um i'm sure it's funny if you listen to it longer but i just don't have the patience and don't really care that much um and he could have came harder with the lyrics anyway uh so according to new york post it says extremist jewish teens secretly hired migrants to dig secret brooklyn synagogue tunnel shawshank style whatever that means. I'm not about to go look at this article and dig it up, but interesting thing was uh, people speculated that, you know, the migrants would be involved and, you know, the internet's actually correct. According to New York Post, at least, that they were uh, involved here. Anyway, let's get to some big brain shit. Otherwise, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Uh, I want to find something. So, I'm I'm confused. You know, um, shout out to SysCoin, my sponsor. Appreciate you. Hold on a second. Look at this. So. Crypto Twitter wants to boycott Vanguard. I don't know about y'all, but I don't even got no money in Vanguard. So I can't boycott Vanguard. 
But the reason why they're boycotting Vanguard is because Vanguard said, let me let me not quote it wrong. But according to my memory, Vanguard said, um, okay, so Vanguard will not offer, um, won't offer spot Bitcoin ETFs. It says high volatility is bad for generating long-term returns. So Vanguard basically saying it's customers, and then you can spin it like this, right? Like CoinDesk will say it's blocking their clients from buying Bitcoin ETFs. It can't block you. This is just like, you know, some headline spin to, you know, clickbait type situation. It can't block you from participating in a Bitcoin ETF. You just deposit your money into a different account and then you can buy shares from there. Um, They're just not offering the product, right? So now, coming back, now, let me close some of these windows out. There's, there, you know, so this is Scott Melker, somebody I respect, I think puts out great work, but I'm so fucking lost. First of all, I was lost on the, the, the Bitcoin ETF. Everybody's like, Oh, yay, the Bitcoin ETF. And they've been teasing that stuff for months. Bitcoin ETF and everybody's been teasing and they dangled that thing out there like a carrot. Then they took it away. They dangled it. Then they took it away. And they played this mind game with crypto Twitter, with with investors. That made you want it more. And I never paid attention to the Bitcoin. I never cared about the Bitcoin ETF. I never wanted it. I thought it would be a bad idea. We'll talk about that in a second here. But maybe somebody can fill me in on how this is a good idea to have a Bitcoin ETF. I don't know if somebody can help me out, but this seems like a really fucking bad idea. Okay? What everybody is saying, yay for the Bitcoin ETF. And I know why, because number go up, right? And and right now, what are we looking at at the price of Bitcoin? Forty six, right now. Let's go look at the day. Right on the day, we had a high of forty nine thousand at around two p.m. Okay, it has since dropped to forty six thousand, forty six six. Okay. And I don't really know what to expect, but I'm speculating. And I'm going to show you some of my speculation in a moment. But this guy, Crypto Stonks, he says, I'm old enough to remember when Bitcoin was going to destroy the banks. Now it's ETF riots. Satoshi wept. And that's what I'm like. Y'all like, were like. Y'all want the institutional money involved? I am so lost. I am so lost. It's like, oh, Vanguard won't participate in Bitcoin. But they always say, like, not your keys, not your coins. If you're going to invest in Bitcoin, actually get Bitcoin. So when you're in, in the ETF, you're not actually in Bitcoin. You have exposure to somebody else's portfolio holdings of Bitcoin. And I don't even think they're holding Bitcoin. Somebody told me that they're holding it custodial at Coinbase. <laughs> so you are like piggybacking uh, somebody holding something for somebody else. <laughs> Which may or not may or may not be good for your investment portfolio. I don't know what your goals are or whatever. And, you know, I can't predict the future, but. Um, Stacky posted his tweet earlier and I replied to it and, um, you know, without going into a whole lot of detail, this is what I thought, right? So she said, what are the negative things that will happen with the introduction of the Bitcoin ETF? And, um, I said, I'm fearing price stagnation. Um, this person says BTC cyclical moves will be different for sure. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 
This person says Bitcoin becomes more centralized, more retail investors get wrecked. Like word. Pumping and dumping. Yes. I, I just. It. Now, I could be wrong, but it seems to me that. This increases the ability of price manipulation. Because people are, are, are looking at several indicators to make investor decisions. And now ETF is going to become one of them. So, for example, who got approved? Well, it was the ones everybody hated. J.P. Morgan and BlackRock. They're like, yay, J.P. Morgan and BlackRock bought Bitcoin. And I'm like, huh? Y'all celebrating? Yeah, I know that J.P. Morgan is the one that started the Federal Reserve, right? Like, I am so confused. Yesterday, I just I just tipped my hat to, to crypto Twitter because they were all over the SEC. And we're going to talk about that in a second, too. And today I'm like, I got to take it all back. You motherfuckers look like some morons to me. Because number go up for a brief moment. I am so confused. What the fuck are we actually celebrating here? Now, nobody now nobody wants to touch this, though. Right. It's like I tweet. And like everybody want to act like they didn't see it. I said now crypto Twitter wants the participation of the legacy banking institutions that are responsible for our defunct financial system. This guy says it won't play on my end. This guy says retards. Nobody's responding. I got a whole bunch of crypto followers. You know why? Because they're all fucking grifters. That's why. They're no different than fucking political Twitter. They're all fucking grifters. If it pumps the price temporarily, then everybody's fucking happy. It's really fucking weird to me. It's It's just like... Nobody has any morals anymore. It's just, let's just go along with the crowd. Go along with the herd. Let's all be sheep together. Yay, BlackRock. Yay, JP Morgan. And then it's just Hotep Jesus in the corner, like, scratching his head, like, y'all sound stupid. Shut up, Hotep Jesus. You're ruining the fun. I'm, I'm, I'm ruining, no, you're, you're ruining the fun. You're fucking this shit up for everybody. You're confusing people. You're, you're, you're applauding the, the institutional investors who got rich off of World War One and World War Two. Where all of our soldiers went to die. Where we lost masculinity at. Where the black community got destroyed at. I don't know what to think, y'all. Like, it's like... Like I said in the beginning of the stream, either I'm either I'm super smart or I'm super dumb. And I hope I'm super dumb. And I just want somebody to explain it to me. I want somebody to explain it to me. You know, it's like it's like that's why I like some of these crypto, uh, uh, you know, um, or the crypto people, the conservative people, they don't like talking to me because I ruin the fun. You know, I'm too smart and I ruin the fun because I say some real shit. And it's just like, well, we kind of, you know what it is, is really they want to save face, right? That's really what it comes down to is because they tell their audience one thing and then I come around and I completely go the opposite way. So now they look stupid in front of their audience. So I wouldn't have me around either because I'll just make you look stupid. But I just need somebody to tell me like what the fuck is going on. Then, you know, we had uh, an individual in our big brain chat. If you haven't gotten our big brain chat, hit the link in the description box below. Join our big brain chat. Where we argue about shit like this. And they mentioned the SEC thing. And they said that people who talked about SEC getting hacked are idiots. And really, the truth is the SEC practiced price manipulation. 
right? And although I agree with that, I just wouldn't say that. I wouldn't come out and say, yo, the SEC was practicing price manipulation. I'm just too smart for that. Either I'm too smart or I'm too dumb. That's what it comes back to again. Maybe I'm too smart or I'm too dumb. I don't know. But I would not accuse the SEC of price manipulation. I'll think it. I'll speculate it. But when the SEC comes down the pike and they say there was a breach of their Twitter account, I don't need to speculate. I got them. Nailed them. Right there. They done. They cooked. They cooked. We got them right where we want them. We don't need to say, yo, you practice price manipulation. We don't need to say that. We have you on gross negligence. We don't need to get you on maliciousness. We have you on negligence. We have enough for the people to coalesce around and drive the SEC into Congress limit their power we have enough right there we have enough to start that conversation there's plenty of fucking dirt on the sec we can stuff behind it but when you have the sec admit admit that they fucked up i don't need to go 10-4 koofy you see usually you go 10-4 koofy when you have nothing to go off of but when you go super galaxy brain 10-4 Koofy, what you do is you set yourself up for embarrassment. And this is the strategy we got to play here as Hoteps, right? Always, everything's got to be strategic. It's not always jump to the 10-4 Koofy tape. Sometimes you take right there what's in front of you and use that and run with that. Like, oh, look, these motherfuckers is dumb. That's enough. I don't need intent of maliciousness. I got you on being stupid. I got you on negligence. And that to me is enough to prove you can't be in charge because they're both gross. Whether you meant to do it or you accidentally did it, either way, both of those actions are gross. It's your job to secure your Twitter account. It's your job to protect investors and you failed to do that and if I fail at my job, if I had one, I'd be fired. Or in this case, nobody would watch my show. If Hotep Jesus takes started falling off, nobody will watch the show. It just so happens I'm good at my fucking job and I keep on fucking being right. And this is one of those cases where you cannot go 10-4 Kuvie tape. Because what happens is instead of you discrediting the SEC, the SEC is going to discredit you. They're going to say, look at this QAnon and conspiracy theorists. Now, you want to say the SEC committed a malicious act the other day and purposefully dropped that news? Show me proof and I'll get behind you. Show me proof and I'll get behind you. If you cannot furnish the proof, what do you got? You can't walk into court with, I think, uh, I'm pretty sure, now nah, they did something wrong. You can't go off of that. You can't even issue a warrant off of a hunch. You got to have evidence. And I got the evidence, all evidence I need. I got evidence of stupidity. Negligence. Can't do your job right. Can't fail to protect investors. Let's get a fine. You, we, the American people, need a kickback. Gary Gensler, you got to go. We got to drop him out. I know they're going to put somebody else in this spot, but he got to go. It's real, it's real simple. But not everything needs a galaxy brain take. And that's where we fuck up sometimes. We so busy trying to think to the next level you forget to strategize. You forget common sense. You forget what's right in front of you. You got, you know, and, and that's why I'm so effective in debate, right? Because people will, um, you know, say, Hotep, Jesus, why didn't you bring this up in the debate? Why didn't you bring that up in the debate? And I'm like, did you watch the debate? And like, yeah. I'm like, did I win? And like, yeah. It's like, what did I use to beat him? Well, I used his own words against him. I don't need to bring up other shit. The shit he just said is fucking whack. 
I don't have to bring up a whole bunch of other shit. I could keep that in the hat. I could keep that. All right, I'm going to keep that tough. You can't come to the debate and empty your clip because what happens when you go to the next debate? You, people are already prepared for your talking points. I got to keep something reserved. So if I could beat you with Aikido using your own momentum against you, that's what I'm going to do. I don't got to go into my reserve of energy to defeat my opponent. I allow them to defeat themselves. And the SEC has defeated themselves. But what we do, we either A, ignored it, or we went galaxy brain and said, oh, they were price manipulating. You can't prove that. And the people that are ignoring it hasn't proved anything because they're ignoring it. When really it's right there in front of your face, like, nah, they fucked up. And you're not allowed to fuck up in the world of finance because if it was me and I ran a company and that shit happened, the SEC would be hauling me in the court. They'd be hauling me in the Congress. They'd be trying to send fines. They'd be trying to shut me down. So you got to respond in kind with the information you already have. Got this. You got to be smart. And the thing is, they know. So. When they did the price manipulation thing, according to the conspiracy theorists, they know you're going to accuse them of price manipulation. You don't think they know that if they did it? That's the setup to get you to to jump out the window, say they price manipulated so they can label you QA non-conspiracy theory and completely discredit you. Meanwhile, the evidence on the table is ignored. The fact that they had gross negligence. How you going to ignore the shit? <laughs> they literally threw you the softball. All you need is a base hit. You swing for a home run and you strike out. That's what happens. <laughs> this is why the other day I stayed on their gross negligence. I didn't go galaxy brain. It's not necessary. I got you. You admitted you made a fuck up. Hey, one thing you got to understand is, yo, don't say nothing you can't prove. I, I remember somebody was talking about, he was like, yo, I just got hit to the hoteps. You know what I like about them? Every time they say something, they show it to me. They don't just give an opinion. They actually give an opinion and evidence behind it. I'm if I ever come up here with pure speculation, I'm going to tell you it's pure speculation. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but here's what I think. But majority of the time I'm coming with some evidence. I'm coming with some ammunition. And this is how we got to move. And most content creators don't move like that. They just say how they feel and keep it moving and people accept that. I don't I have a higher bar for myself. I, I, I expect better for myself. I say I believe that if I say something, I need to back it up. I think like an attorney. If I say something, I need to have the evidence behind it. And if I don't have the evidence behind it, then I'm not going to say it. Because it's, it's just it's a waste at that point. It means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Um. Got a real quick CBDC update. Real quick CBDC update. Then we're going to go to the phone lines. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Text HOTEP in your name to 202-596-5631. Oh, no, I got another topic after this. Uh, We got to talk about Trump and Vivek really fast. Uh, New Indiana bill prohibits state agencies from accepting and requiring payments made in CBDC. Also bans advocating or supporting cbdc's this will be added to my locals if you guys aren't on my locals make sure you get access to my cbdc database under state legislator we're going to now have to add uh indiana here so if you want access go uh subscribe to my locals hotepgs.locals.com and uh jonah's also posting a lot of conspiracy stuff in there as well and um i suggest you use that to you know uh, it's fullest extent. If you got questions for me or whatever, I'll flush them out and answer them right then and there. So use it. Use me. Um, last topic. Let me go to the phone lines. Check this shit out. Right. I peeped something last night. I had a bit of an epiphany. Mostly because of how the timeline was talking. The timeline was talking funny. They was like, you know, Vivek, 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 Vivek. 
And then I got a flash of inspiration just popped in my head. Really no, again, no evidence to back this up. I was just like, yo, I think it's going to be a Trump Vivek ticket. And um, I think we've said this in the past, though. This isn't like new for our audience. Uh, Goldstein has said it. You know, Vivek is basically a um, a surrogate for Trump. Uh, also, I was thinking about this last week when Candace Owens and uh, Laura Luma had their little back and forth spat. And um, Candace's response to me had a very meta feel to it, basically saying like, oh, Laura, you didn't get the call yet? Nobody clued you in? Because we never saw no follow-up between Candace Owens and Laura Luma. So what I'm assuming is happening is Laura got to Iowa or did not get to Iowa or she finally got the call and said, yo, Candace is supporting Vivek because Vivek is a Trump surrogate. And after this, Vivek is going to run with Trump. So no, Candace didn't turn her back on Trump. She's supporting Trump's VP. And now Laura looks stupid. She's like, oh, but obviously nobody clued Laura in. Nobody told Laura what to expect. But this is what I believe we're expecting. And then my, my, my eyes caught this. This is what my eyes caught right here. For example, if you go look at Trump Pence, right? You see it right here? See this Trump Pence sign? Usually you get the primary candidate and the VP underneath. That's exactly what we're seeing here. Instead of truth, it would say Trump and then Vivek underneath. Why didn't it say Vivek and then truth? Like, who does that? Who does that? If I if it's my campaign run, wouldn't Vivek wouldn't Vivek be big and then True Social would have these small icons all over the uh the uh step and repeat? That's what they call this backdrop here, step and repeat. Press wall. Why is Vivek small underneath truth? Like it would be if it said Trump Vivek. You know? Why? Because they're trying to subconsciously brainwash you into understanding what's about to unfold here. It's about to be a Trump Vivek ticket. Nikki Haley has proven she's not up to the task to be VP. I don't know why people keep bringing that up. People are like, oh, Trump's going to pick a woman. I don't think so. Some people said Byron Donald. I don't think so. Definitely ain't going to be DeSantis. It's going to be a Trump Vivek ticket. I would bet on that. I would bet on that. Subliminal pre-programming. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Checking up on the chat here. I would rather let... um, how is Hotep Jesus ruining the fun? I would rather let Hotep Jesus do most of the planning and coming up with ideas. I'm a pretty good idea guy, but I'm a great planner. Like planning and strategy is really my thing. But usually I can take ideas and form them into plans and strategy. Sometimes I'm a good idea guy. A lot of times I have really good ideas, but I wouldn't tell, I wouldn't say I'm the idea guy. I'm the strategy guy. I'm I'm more of strategy. I like strategizing. That's my thing. Uh, Joe Music 931, he said, I need some master focus so I can decipher what Unc Hotep trying to say with the backdoor grifting with these retweets on X. Let's go check out Unc's timeline. Unc been on fire lately. You know, when I type in uncle on the internet, on, 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 on Twitter, he should be the first option that pops up, but he's not. Why is that? So again, uh, Unk responds to my tweet. I said, uh, everyone in America, for everyone is America first until white identity is a subject, i.e. South Africa. Consistency is not a strength of the reactionary movement. And then he responds, woke right. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fetterman going to slander Brazil and the woke right is going to ask Trump to make him the VP pick. <laughs> and so he's seen it too. All of a sudden everybody's like, oh, Fetterman, Fetterman. Like, bro, like, y'all really be helping these people. Fuck Fetterman. He said one thing right and now everybody got to talk about it. Y'all the ops, yo. Y'all the ops. Damn. Iran stole their shit back like OJ. <laughs> oh, man. Project Rook says people gave their kids 21 and under all those fucking shots. Now everybody acting like they have no idea where all these rare and aggressive cancers are coming from. And those so young and healthy. Yeah. 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 Let's go to the phone lines. See what the people got to say. Let's talk to the people. Let's interface with the people. Text Hotep in your name to 202-596-5631. Text Hotep in your name to 202-596-5631. And I'll be right back after this short, brief commercial break. <laughs> 